0: Welcome to a neon jazz interview with Florida jazz singer Erica DeSigli. During a recent interview, she talked about her life and jazz career. Raised in Maine, she moved to New York City and got involved with the Urban Shuffle and learned quite a bit about jazz, then made her way down to her current home of Florida. She has been dubbed the singer with an angelic voice. She's working on new material, and there's plenty out there for jazz fans to dig. And now, here's the full interview. Dig it. So let me go ahead and start off here with the interview, and let me ask, where were you born and raised?
1: I was born and raised in Augusta, Maine. Um, we go back every summer still. I still have family there, but um, when I was 16, I moved away to Massachusetts. We spent spent um, two years there near Cape Cod and... And then I moved on down to New York City, so kind of made my way down, and here I am now in Florida.
0: So prior to your move to New York, what was it about the environment in Maine that fostered any kind of dreams of jazz? Was was there anything indicative of the geographical region you were in?
1: Uh, well, it's very beautiful there, no question, and some of my songs have been inspired by um, growing up there and you taking walks in the woods with my father. Um, you know, just um, it's very scenic, it's very beautiful. Um, I've always done music, though, I've always been singing since I was little. Um, and not specifically one genre or another, but I mean, I grew up really in, influenced by musical theater. Um, but as I got older and um, songwriting it you know took a turn definitely.
0: Sure. So yeah. talk talk to me about your family.
1: My family. Well, um I have two kids and I'm married, wonderful husband. My kids are nine and six. My little girl is nine and my little boy is six. So they are all kinds of fun. And um I'm loving the ages that they are now because um it took a while, you know, when you have little small babies to get your groove back. Sure. <laughs> you know, and and it takes up a lot of your time, obviously, and you want it to. You want to be there for them, and I was fortunate that I could be. But now they're a little bit older, they're in school all day, and I'm able to do my thing more so than I could when they were small. Um, my mom lives here in Florida right down the street, so that's great. Um, but, like I said, my dad is still in Maine. I have a lot of um, family there, aunts and uncles and cousins, and but no siblings. I don't have any siblings, and neither does my husband, so we have to adopt aunts and uncles for our kids.
0: <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. So, when did you first start singing?
1: I had my first show when I was seven. I played Marta in The Sound of Music, and... Before that, I had a solo of some sort. I can't remember what it was anymore, but in kindergarten, Uh I had a solo in the school, you know, um, spring concert or whenever it was, I can't recall. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the first time I sang in front of people, and I knew right away that I loved doing it.
0: Very good. So, I'm going to fast forward a little bit here and go to your time at the American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York City. What was that like?
1: It was great. It was so exciting. I mean, a lot of people say to me, oh, I can't believe you moved away from your hometown halfway through high school. That must have been so hard. Well, the truth is, I couldn't wait to leave because I knew I was moving close to Boston. And I have always, since this A little girl. Been fascinated by the big cities, and I always wanted to live in a big city. And obviously, that's the complete opposite of where I grew up in Maine. Um, So I was very excited to move to Boston, and well, Plymouth. But you know, we went into the city quite often. And so from there, it it was clear to me that I was going to go to New York school. And I got accepted, which was very exciting. Um, And I loved living there. I loved being in the city. I loved the heart of the city. Um, I learned a lot. You know, it was an intensive um, program as far as all day, every day, singing, dancing, acting. And again, singing, dancing, acting.
0: (laughs) Right, sure.
1: Um, At the time when I was in New York, though, I didn't have a piano. I grew up playing my piano piano. you know, I would just sit at the piano for hours just play and sing. And um, but then when I moved to New York, I didn't have a piano anymore. And even though I had full access to all these wonderful studios, you know, with little with pianos in them that I could have used, I guess I was more uh, wrapped up in the musical theater side of things. So I I, I didn't play for years. I. Didn't play when I was in New York, and then when I moved here to Florida, it was just a couple of years after I moved here that I started singing for my church, and at that time, the music director there said, I think I found you a piano. So that opened up that can of worms again, and since then, I've been playing and writing, and it's most of my writing, most of my songwriting has happened here in Florida.
0: Right on. So it says on your website that you have been dubbed as having an angelic voice. That's a pretty high compliment.
1: What kind of voice?
0: Angelic voice.
1: Oh, angelic. Yes, that's what they say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't get any better than that.
1: No, that's true. And I'm very, very blessed and very thankful for for the gift of singing. I love singing. I'm not happy when I'm not singing. Um, So the fact that I can give that back to people and and it means something to so many people. It's just kind of awesome.
0: So, you know? being in jazz, it says your influence as your primary was the Indigo Girls, Joni Mitchell, and Stevie Nicks. How did you get into jazz?
1: Uh, well, a lot of the gigs that I work here in Florida are, um, they, the, the venues like that, you know, so, i um, I've always, I grew up listening to Nina Simone also and Billie Holiday. And so of course I cover a lot of that stuff when I'm out. Um, and then Nora Jones came on the scene. So obviously she kind of has that influence as well. Um, I'm sorry. I forgot the or- original question.
0: <laughs> well, your influences are the Indigo Girls, Joni Mitchell and right. Stevie Nicks, kind of that folk pop and, and I was wondering yeah, how you, that's
1: could... more, Yes. Um, you know, that's, one of those things on my bio that needs to be updated.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, of course, I have been listening to all genres of music. I mean, that's all I've done uh, growing up. And, you know, I did grow up listening to Linda Ronstadt. And, well, there was that album. There was her with the orchestra album. album, Yeah. uh, The Nelson Middle Orchestra. And that's all jazz. I, I like, loved that album. Um, But so I definitely... Have a variety of <laughs> styles of music that I like to listen to. Sure, sure. As far as songwriting goes, I think I think my songwriting has been more inspired by the folk rock um, singer songwriters. Sure. But a lot of the work that I do is more in the jazz, you know, direction.
0: So, talk to me about your latest release, "The Way Here." What what went into that? What inspired it? How do you feel about it?
1: Um, I'm so excited about it. It's three years old now. Actually, we're about ready to start recording some new stuff, um, which I'll we'll talk about in a minute. But the way here really is very um, autobiographical. You know, it's about my really a lot of songs about my growing up in Maine, as we talked about before, and and the original heartbreaks that one goes through. Um, and so the songs all just, one song on the album is, um, it's about New York, about living in New York. Um, another, and that's a two-story cafe. Um, 79 Arsenal Street is one of my favorites. And that one is about my grandmother. I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house as a little girl, and she was a really awesome lady I'm actually working on re releasing that song soon actually I'm doing a push on or seventy nine street pretty soon nice um yeah, so you know unknown road that song you know some all songwriters will tell you some songs just come and some are work um that one I woke up one morning and it had been in my dream and I just wrote it. It was done. Like, I mean, I think I tweaked it a little, you know, Sure. but that song was like, oh, hello. Hello (laughs) song. (laughs) Nice. That was really neat. Um, Sugar Sweet, I wrote about my kid. So that's, you know, about them. That song's really special to me as well. Um, I think the album is overall... Inspirational, and um, you know, it's it's, it's a good feeling. There's it's not a dark album in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I don't, you know, um, it's not um, a depressing album in any way. It's just, um, you know, about me and life. And uh, I like a lot of the songs, you know, some more than others.
0: Yeah, sure, (laughs) sure. Which is going to happen. Everybody
1: has their favorite, too. It's funny, you know, when I play them out, and somebody will say, Oh, the bell tolls, that's my favorite song on the album. And I'm like, Oh, really? And then somebody else, it's something totally different. Yeah. (laughs) You never know how a song is going to reach a person.
0: Well, that's art. That's how it works. It's all about interpretation. So. So, up to this point, give me kind of an overview of your career from when you got out of school in New York to where you're at today in Florida.
1: Well, the um, adjustment to living in Florida was not easy. Um, I, I left New York pretty abruptly. I wasn't quite ready to leave New York, but I fell in love, and we moved here for my husband's business, so... It was hard for a long time. I was only 20 years old when I moved here mm-hmm. to Florida, and I was not ready to not pursue my goals of being on Broadway. Right. But that's what happened. I sure. came here, and I was like, oh, so now I've got to figure out something else. <laughs> um, and it has taken me honestly. I mean, I've done a lot of really neat things here in Florida um, with different theater companies and And different events that I've had the opportunities to sing, and musicians that I've worked with, but it's taken me to about now to really be happy with with where my career is going, Um, you know. And having kids put things on hold for a bit, sure. That was trying at times because I know where I want to be um, with my career and, and. you know, when you can't work on that as much as you would like to, it's a little frustrating, but sure. we're kind of beyond that now, which is very exciting. And I'm working with some of the best musicians I have ever known. I'm very, very blessed with all of them. And, uh, let's see, other work that I've done, you know, um, like I said, I've worked for this wonderful theater company over the years It's a children's theater company, um, uh, and, which isn't my dream job necessarily to perform for children, but hmm. it's a, a great job and it's all at the most beautiful theaters in the Fort area. Mm-hmm. So that's been kind of fun and off and on, I don't work for them full time. But for instance, this week and the last three weeks, I've been doing the musical direction for a summer theater camp, um, The Little Mermaid. So so that's been fun to work with the little, little ones and kind of share, you know, what I know about the business to sure. them and help them have their moment to shine on stage as well.
0: Sure, absolutely. So getting to kind of the roots of jazz here, if you could go back in time and meet any jazz musician, who would it be and what would you talk to them about?
1: Oh, definitely be Nina Simone. She's definitely my favorite vocalist. Um, is it okay if it's a vocalist?
0: Oh, yeah, it can be anybody. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said musician. Yeah. So, um, you know, I would just love to be a fly on the wall at, you know, the, the places she played and um, just to hear all of the, the improvisation that must have gone on, you know, at those live gigs, and um, yeah, she's definitely very influential. All of her songs to me are just heavenly, you know? Sure. So I would love to just, like I said, be a fly on the wall and, and, and sit there at one of those little rounds, you know, cafe tables, and, and just breathe that in and see how she... But, you know, was on stage, her, her essence.
0: Sure, sure.
1: I've never really seen her, but I haven't seen many videos or anything, it's all really more of a listening thing, so. Yeah. Pictures, of course, there's less pictures, but, um, yeah, oh, to pick her brain? Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: How, you know, what was it like, you know, the experiences she's had on the road or, you know? Her favorite, what's her favorite song? I would love to know. What was your favorite song to sing?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when you gave your autograph out for the first time, what was that like?
1: Oh, um, well, let's see. First time, I I don't know if I recall a first time. I mean, I don't think I've given my autograph out that often. You know, with the CDs, of course. Everyone wants the CDs signed you know at live shows which is kind of neat that's really fun to have the people coming up and first of all buying your album
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely. that's
1: great but then then they want that signed and so you know I, I enjoy doing that um, but I don't I don't have very many specific um, memories of, of that nothing nothing sticks out
0: gotcha so, you said you have a new album in the works. What's coming up? Other than the album, live shows, what's happening? What's What are some of your goals coming up?
1: I have some new songs that I'm very excited about. Definitely a different feel than the way here. Um, so, on August 24th, I'm doing a recording, a live recording. It's um, like a radio show. Um, and... Hopefully, we'll get some good recording from that, and then I really want to do—I want to release like an EP. I've got about—I've got about six songs that that need to be released and packaged up and and out to the world. So I'm really excited. Uh, one of the songs is called Alchemy, and you know, there's a little bit more. Uh, But a little edge, there's a little more edge to some of these songs, Mm -hmm. I guess, because I've experienced more and had a few, you know, heart-wrenching things going on. (laughs) So so that's what's coming through in the songs a little bit more. Sure. Which I think is exciting because people are just going to really be able to relate to these. Um, And another one is the songs is... Actually, it wasn't written by me, but I have a gentleman that writes music, and he wants me to record the song of his. Um, It's called Go Back Columbus. That song has been very well received at all of my shows that I've performed it at. It's very, it is very inspirational. It's about overcoming, you know, in the face of people telling you you can't do that, um, but you're going to say, I'm going to keep going gonna go on gonna go up that mountain I'm gonna go through that darkness um no matter what
0: sure sure
1: um I I think that song has some great potential um so and there's another song on there that's gonna have a bit of a country kind of uh edge to it so I mean not not full-blown country but it's just a little a little edgier
0: very cool excited about very cool so speaking of dark um, times and things like that do you do you live with any regrets?
1: Do I live with any regrets I don't think so um, I'm at a place right now where I'm happy with with how things are going and I don't have any business being remorseful or unthankful or ungrateful. Um, you know, it's it's count your blessings and and not dwelling on you know, the the negative. Who who has time for that?
0: Right. Know? Right.
1: So no, I don't I don't really have any any regrets. I'm excited about what can still become. Yeah. You know. Very cool. So every day is a new day and just just make what you can of it. Sure and enjoy
0: it. (laughs) So speaking of Nina Simone, you said you would like to hear what her favorite song was. What is your favorite song?
1: Well, I think Turn Me On a lot, um, which Nora Jones covered as well. But I really, really love um, Little Sugar in My Bowl. That's really a fun song. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh gosh, what else? (sighs) Um, but the new Makita Pa is beautiful, the, the French song, which I've always wanted to sing. I have the music for it and I, I can read it. Like if I'm looking at the music, I can sing it, but I, I don't have it in my head. I don't have that one memorized yet. I got to get that one in my repertoire. Cool. I grew up, uh, my grandmother was French. And she barely spoke English. Nice. So I, I have a little bit of that French in me.
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> So, yeah. so to kind of wrap things up a little bit here, in the length of a tweet, in in the name of brevity, tell me who you are. That's a big question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I let's see. Let me put it in all the right words. An, an aspiring singer-songwriter with a great passion for life and love
0: very cool Erica thank you very much for your time today I really appreciate it thank you so much thanks for your time take care right, you too thanks for tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview where we give you a bit of insight into the finest singers from New York Kansas City Florida and spots all over America giving us all that jazz and thanks to Erica for her time and insight into her life and career if you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. And for all things Neon Jazz, visit the NeonJazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the music, my friends.
1: Neon Jazz.